This episode of Channel Mind News is for information only. Please do your own research before making any investment decision or alternatively seek advice from a registered financial advisor. Well, the copper price is flying high. Leo Lithium have added to their mineral resource. And what do you know about vanadium? Welcome to Channel Mine News, 18th of January. Matty Michael here for the Life of Mine podcast. So, as I said, copper price. We're up to 9145 bucks US a tonne. Now, that was sitting at $8,000 start of December. Surged 9% this, this month after China's dismantling of uh, economically damaging COVID-19 controls. Now, this has raised hopes that demand will revive. Now, contrast, nickel. It was flying to December. It's retraced back from $31,000 a tonne, back down to $27,000 a tonne at the moment. Stems mainly from a lower overall volume in the LME exchange. So that's what's happened in the base metals market. Thought I'll give you a bit of an update. Now, Leo Lithium yesterday, they've increased their mineral resource at their Gulamina project in Mali. Now, if you're looking for a detailed analysis on Leo Lithium. In contrast to Lion Town, head back to my episode on December 20th, 2022. I put the companies side by side, showing the uh, significant, well, discount Leo Lithium is trading or how you'd view the significant premium the Lion Town is trading at. So, the Gulamina resource for Leo Lithium, it's been increased by 34 million tonne, now up to 142 million tonne at. 1.38% lithium. So their mineral resource is pretty bang on what Lion Town is. So as I said, Leo Lithium, 142 million tonne at 1.38% lithium. Lion Town, they are sitting a little bit higher at 156 million tonne at 1.4% lithium. Similar grades, but Lion Town do have the tantalum kicker at 130 parts per million tantalum. So a bit of extra dosh there. Now, as I said, their resources are let's say pretty damn similar market caps this is where it gets very interesting line town trading at a 3.3 billion dollar market cap leo lithium's market cap 552 million unbelievable about 20 20 odd percent under 20 percent of the line town market cap for a pretty similar mineral resource just showing the effect of australia mining jurisdictions versus West African jurisdictions. Now, the dirt that Leo Lithium have added to their resource, uh, it's part of the Denea domain resource. Now, it's a bit lower grade. So, as I said, it's 1.38% for the total resource. They've added 33.8 million tonne at 1.24%. So, this uh, domain is a bit lower grade than their main one, but adding to the overall project, supporting a possible extension of the current 23-year mine life. And there's obviously further exploration potential and new drill targets. So potential for this massive project to grow even bigger in scale. Now, they are scheduled to produce their first spodumene concentrate in Q2 2024. And they've also got the early revenue opportunity for DSO or in second half of this year and as as you know they're in a jv with gan fen for this project so very exciting project 
One of the big ones coming online this year. Big, massive open pit, though, trading at a significant discount due to its West African jurisdiction. Now, on to Vanadium. In the paraphrase of Daryl Kerrigan from the castle, what do you know about Vanadium? Well, all we hear about these days is the lithium-ion batteries, your LFPs, your NMC, your NCA, electric vehicle batteries, but what about the big baseload power uses? That's where vanadium comes in. Now, I did a product review video with Smec Power and Technology at the end of last year. Uh, they're in a JV with Ultra Power Systems, and they've developed a vanadium redox flow battery. So check out the YouTube video. I've put it in the show notes. It's on the Life of Mine YouTube channel titled Vanadium Redox Flow Batteries. Now, there's plenty of advantages to these vanadium batteries. The electrolyte doesn't degrade. Uh, you can fully charge and discharge it without any ill effects. They can sustain high temperatures. They don't catch fire. You can scale them up to massive applications. There's there's plenty more benefits. The YouTube video goes all through it. And in contrast to lithium batteries, very, very interesting technology, but they're not, they won't, I dare say they will not be used in electric cars because you can't scale them to that size, but you can scale them massive for big base load storage applications. Now, a Stockhead article yesterday, they highlighted that vanadium demand in batteries is expected to grow 10.6% a year between 2021 and 2050. And most vanadium these days, it's used in steel construction. You'll see your spanners will have may have vanadium written on them. 92% of vanadium is used for this purpose, and most of it comes out of China, but they're predicting with the exponential increase in vanadium demand for these redox flow batteries, that demand may outweigh supply by 2029. And there's a couple of pure vanadium plays in the ASX now. We do, there's a lot of vanadium battery development in Australia, but there's no vanadium being produced out of the ground in Australia. The video goes into a bit of that too. You can't find, it's usually hosted with other minerals. There's not many pure vanadium plays, but there is a couple on the ASX now. You've got Richmond Vanadium, RVT. They're an IPO that launched at the end of 2022. They're, they're a spin out from Horizon Minerals. They've got the Richmond Julia Creek Vanadium Project in North Queensland. And they've also invested five million bucks into ultra power systems, which is who SMEC are in the JV with to develop these vanadium redox flow batteries. So that's their offtake secured. Currently, they're importing the vanadium in from India. Now you've also got Australian Vanadium AVL, and they're developing their project up in the WA Merchantson, forty-three uh, k south of Meekathara. Now let's compare these projects there's a big difference avl australian vanadium they've got a vanadium titanium magnetite ore body that is the most common but they have a costly complex and not technically reliable processing stream to get that vanadium pentoxide out v2o5 whereas rvt richmond vanadium they've got the largest non titano-magnetized vanadium deposit, I hope I said that right, of its kind. So that's a soft marine sediment, free dig, no blasting, very simple processing flow sheet. It's, a, it's an oxide deposit. So it's exactly the same as gold in terms of you've got your free milling oxide gold, just 
crush it, cyanide, rip it out, all good. But then you've got your refractory gold, like what they had at, at Waluna, where you have to roast it, very high processing costs, very complex. That's where the difference is. So if we put these companies side by side, now this is based on a vanadium price of nine bucks fifty, nine bucks sixty US dollars a pound, which is I think it's sitting a little bit below that. It spiked at the end of last year. Um, now they've both got a twenty-five year mine life. Richmond are producing twelve point seven thousand ton of vanadium penoxide. Australian vanadium are producing eleven point two thousand ton. So bit more on R Richmond's side. The resource size, significantly different. So Richmond, their resource tons are 1.8 billion tons, whereas AVL is 239 million tons. So massive difference there. The grades are different. So the Richmond grade is about half the AVL grade. So Richmond are at 0.36%. AVL are at 0.73% but significant difference in the reserve. So Richmond Vanadium have a reserve of 449, 459 million tonne and AVL only have 30.9 million tonne. But the reserve grade, 0.5% for Richmond and 1.1% for AVL. NPVs, Richmond, they've got a pre-tax NPV of 613 million, which is greater than AVLs of 531 million. The capital, this is where it comes in. Now, this capital is due to the increased processing required for the essentially refractory vanadium ore that Australian vanadium have compared to Richmond's free digging, free milling vanadium ore. 38% IRR for Richmond compared to a 16.1 for AVL. Pre-production capital, 242 million for Richmond. 604 million for Australians, so nearly nearly triple the triple the capital requirement. Now they're trading on very different market caps. Australian vanadium do have a exploration play, a PGE exploration play south of Chalice's Julemar project, and it's on the same formation. They got some grades back, which well, didn't really come back back. 3.2 meters at 0.15% copper. 757 parts per million nickel, bit of platinum palladium. So they've got that PGE opportunity. Not sure if that's going to scale up to anything like Chalice. And they've got their vanadium play, whereas Richmond have just got their vanadium play. AVL are trading at 117 million market cap. Richmond are only at a 19.8 million market cap. So about 10% of the AVL. So whether that's all weighted towards that potential PGE discovery south of Julemar on the same trend, I would say that is where the market cap is coming from. So check them out. A bit of vanadium. As I said, go watch the YouTube video on vanadium redox flow batteries that I did with SMEC. Very interesting technology. So that'll do Wednesday. Hope the week's treating you well. Happy investing, happy punting. Well, it's not punting. It's sophisticated punting. Take it easy. All the best. Mm -hmm.